Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. We are talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. The St. Louis Blues back home to start a four-game homestand tonight against the Edmonton Oilers. Six o'clock pregame here on 101 ESPN, a seven o'clock face-off. And of course, for the Bally Sports pregame, you can see the Hall of Famer, Bernie Federico, who joins Brooke and Dan and Randy right now on the opening drive. Bernie, good morning. How are you doing? Good morning, Randy. I'm doing great, thanks. Good. Overall, take that road trip, right? Even though the last game against Toronto was disappointing, but uh, coming out of the break, pretty good trip. Yeah, it's been a really good trip. I mean, when you consider the, you got to beat the teams that are below you in the standings. That's exactly what they did in Buffalo and Montreal. I mean, uh, I, I think that we're all disappointed the way things went in Toronto, uh, especially when you got Tavares out of the lineup. You know, you got no Marner, a uh, little shorthand with no Riley, and, and it would have been a, uh, much better to come up with that a win. But uh, but I don't think we should complain. I mean, look, they've won seven of the last eight games, and uh, things are going pretty well right now. Yeah, I 100% agree with you, Bernie, because you had that great performance against the Canadians, and then they follow up with that game against the Maple Leafs. I thought it was very interesting, though, that Drew Bannister is saying in his post-game comments after the Toronto game that they really lacked energy and didn't understand why, considering they had been off for 24 hours. How do you explain that lack of energy that he noted? Well, you know, I think you always look at it, Brooke, which is what the other team does a lot of times, too. And I think uh, with Toronto having so many guys out of the lineup, uh, I think they all realize right away that we better be really good and really uh, the young kids get an opportunity to, to kind of prove themselves just like with, what the big man kid did is that um, they came out really storming. And I think the Blues were on their heels right off the bat. All of a sudden you find behind, fall behind, and then you have a hard time kind of getting things going. So I, I don't know if there's any excuse for – for not finding your legs early and, and, you know, for Drew to say that, I mean, it, it just happens. I guess it's, it's sports and sometimes everybody just doesn't feel right. And it uh, doesn't get the momentum going and, and you can't really find it. And especially in a building like Toronto, uh, it, when the crowd gets going a little crazy, it, it, it's really kind of hard to find that, that little bit of momentum and they weren't able to do that. Hey, Bernie, good morning to you, Robert Thomas. Hey, hey how you doing, buddy? Good, but uh, Robert Thomas is on a 92 point pace and you are one of the elite passers in the game. What What is it about Robert Thomas and being able to pass the puck and see the ice? What, what do you see with him that takes him to a, a different level than maybe some of the other players in the National Hockey League? Well, mostly, Dan, I think that's a God-given talent. I mean, he his, his vision is, is very, very good. I mean, he's always looking. I mean, he's, you can see when he's when he's out there skating, he's always got his head on a swivel. He's looking for something to happen. I think he anticipates what, what, what's going to happen. And I think when you start playing with a couple of guys that you know very well, and he's kind of got that now with, with, with Bucinevich and with Cairo, is that they've got that sixth sense right now. You kind of know that the guy is going to go to a certain place in a certain situation. And you kind of just read that. And I think that Robert's in that. He passes the puck very well. He can, you know, he's got a nice saucer flip pass. He, he, he can look one way and pass the other way. So he's, he's just, it's, it's a talent that he's got that, that a lot of guys don't get. And uh, I think the fact that he's getting so much ice time, um, you know, he's out there 20 minutes a game. He's, he's played in all situations. And then it comes down to confidence. I mean, he knows that um, he's being counted on to, 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 be a part of the offense and he's also being counted on to be part of the defense and when you've got 
confidence from your teammates and the coaches around you, uh, it makes your job a little easier. And I think that he's just he's showing that each and every time he's on the ice. Bernie, the Blues are going to run into a good problem when Justin Falk is healthy and eventually Scott Perunovich is healthy. But it seems like the six that they've been running out there on defense have been playing very well as a unit. You, you might not have the individual skill that those two bring, but it sure seems like they, they've got a system down defensively. Yeah, Randy, that says it well, well right there. The system is there. I mean, they're they're doing every they're simplifying everything, and you know, just get the puck out. Uh, the guy that has played very well is Pareko. I mean, he's been he's been absolutely outstanding. Letty's been really really good. But uh, I think when you look at the other pairs, I mean, they're just doing those simple things. They're not trying to do anything fancy. Get the puck out. Uh, be solid in front of the net. Finish your checks in the corners. And uh, I think they're doing a good job boxing out, so that we're not seeing three or four or five different rebounds. Um, with scoring chances in tight, so uh, yeah, I mean, when when you're when you're missing a couple of key people, uh, I think when the young kids especially come in, I think the best thing for them to do is not try to be fancy, just uh, get the puck in and out, and and I think they've done a really well, really good job with that. Bernie, we've talked a lot about the fourth line and how impressive that they've been recently. What have you seen from them? Well, that's their job. I mean, the energy that they bring is is. I mean, we all know what Oscar Sundquist brings. Uh, same thing with with you know Torbchenko. I mean, I, I, what I like about Torbchenko right now is that he's showing a little bit more finish than what we saw earlier uh, last year. He came up and and, and I thought he, he showed an awful lot on the offensive side. And this year, for whatever reason, uh, the puck hasn't been going in for him. But he's he's out there. He's got great speed. He's got great size. I mean, the goal he scored in Montreal was absolutely uh, outstanding. Uh, I don't think anybody knew that he had that in him to be able to make that move through his legs and then cut in front of the net and score the goal. But um, he's doing, uh, again, He's because he's finishing now, I think he becomes more dangerous. He's going to get more ice time. And then Nathan Walker, he plays the same way all the time. I mean, he brings the, the that energy, and, and, and he's one of those guys that's going to finish his checks. He's a little guy, but he's exciting to watch. So uh, when you have uh, three guys on the line like that that are out there hustling and and, and and really setting the tone for the game. Uh, I think everybody, uh, not only in the stands and fans love it, but, uh, but I think the, the teammates all love that because it adds some energy to the bench. Berthy, as, as you well know, you got to have depth in any sport. You're going to have to dip into the minor leagues and get some help in the major leagues, or in this case, the NHL. How about Matthew Kessel? He's averaging 1730 of ice time. That's 12th best among NHL rookie defensemen. I don't know if he came out of nowhere, but I, I, by the way, I don't care because the kid is playing pretty well, isn't he? Yeah, Danny, I, I don't think that uh, we knew exactly what we were getting with with Matt. You know, with with Matt, he he's uh, really been uh, one of those guys that I mean, and I think he's the one guy that I really have noticed that has played the game really simple. Um, he's really steady out there. I mean, what I think he's only a minus one or whatever done the year, and he hasn't, has been minus in many of the games at all, and, and he's really been thrown into a tough assignment. Uh, you know, with no fault there. I mean, he's jumped in and he's played with Krug and he's done a really, really good job. So, I mean, I, I think that you need to have guys like that. Now, is he going to be a, a second or a third or a fourth defenseman in, in the National Hockey League? Who knows what that's going to happen? But, I mean, he's quietly come in and done his job. And, and I, I think that when you look at a young guy like that, uh, it's so hard to play defense in this league. And if he can continue to do this and, and, and put himself in a situation where he can be a, 
even a fourth defenseman for the rest of his career, it's going to be that very, very impressive. Hey, Bernie, before we let you go, uh, a fellow Hall of Famer, Paul Coffey, was hired as part of the coaching staff in Edmonton when they made their, their change. Chris Knobloch took over as a head coach. Paul Coffey said he talks to Wayne Gretzky ever, every other day, and before he took the job, Gretzky said, you're setting yourself up to fail. And pa- Coffey <laughs> said, it didn't bother me. I, I didn't really care about that. And here's the, the Oilers 28-8 and eight since Knobloch and Coffey took over. But you have the gift. You have great vision on the ice. You see a guy like Patrick Waugh who Obviously, you guys all put a lot of hard work into it, but how frustrating must it be sometimes to have the guys that don't have the skill level that you possessed as a great player, but have to coach them up? That's, I think, the hardest part about being a coach. You know, when you've been one of the players that that kind of everything kind of comes easy for you, where you've got the talent and stuff. And um, I think that's what's hard is that you've got to kind of bring yourself down to the level where uh, where where you can actually teach and 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 try to get them to think the way you do and, and it, sometimes it's very frustrating so because i was i was surprised when when paul took the job to there uh because that's that's a, a tough goal in this mission the oilers have not been really good defensively for the most part of him being a an offensive defenseman I, i'm sure it was very very difficult but i mean he's obviously done a, a marvelous job and um but it, it is it's very frustrating because you you have to sometimes say well you know certain guys you can say one thing one time and they get it a lot of other guys, you got to say it ten times, and they still don't get it. So, <laughs> I think it it was probably been very difficult. But uh, you can't argue with the results that the, the Oilers have had over the course of the last couple of months. And by the way, you played against him for a decade. How good was Paul Coffey? He was absolutely outstanding. I mean, the way he skated, well, the way that whole team carried themselves. I mean, they they were they were just so explosive and dynamic. And I hope I get a chance to see him this morning or something because I I'd like to. I know and pick his brain how he decided on that and how they they brought him into that. But uh, no, he was he's obviously one of the best in the business, and and uh, and now he's really carrying it on uh, with helping the coaching there, which has been absolutely outstanding. Bernie, it's always good to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We'll be tuned in tonight on Bally Sports Midwest, and let's go Blues. And thanks, everyone. You guys have a great day. We'll see you later. That is the great Hall of Famer and one of the nicest people in the world, Hall of Fame person as well, Bernie Federico, with us on 101 ESPN.